Welcome to Retail Nightmares. I am your co-ghost, Jessica DeLau. With me is my co-ghost, Alicia Tobin. Hello. 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 Our guest today is a musician. He has his own radio show called Parts Unknown, which how how many years have you been doing that for? 1999. Wow. wow. I wasn't even born. Yeah. <laughs> my parents weren't even born. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Chris Horrific. Hello. It's very <laughs> nice to be here. So your first name is Chris and your last name is Horrific. It is not. Oh. No, <laughs> no it was it was name. my D, DJ name. Okay. So uh, when I wrote for Discorder, the CITR paper, yeah. I, I wanted a, a catchy little uh, moniker. So I thought Chris Horrific was yeah. the one and it stuck. It's it's, it's really stuck. stuck. Yeah. Yes, I like I it. Guess. It's very positive. Although I have been, yeah. I've been criticized about. Really? I, I remember I released a seven inch and someone uh, wrote a review and said, Chris Horrific, what are you, five? Mm. But it's true. But You I, are five. Like a seven inch sandwich? A, se- a seven inch uh, record. Oh. Sorry. I've paid too much for those albums. For those for sandwiches? Them, oh. For those <laughs> for albums them, to eat them. <laughs> I don't know what the going rate of a seven inch sub is. Reviewers can suck a suck a yeah a tree stump. They can suck a ding dong. Like when a review has negative things in it for no reason, you can tell like they're just having a bad day. Is your album just you making those armpit noises? <laughs> Not at all. Okay, well I don't get it then. No, he's an amazing pianist. Uh, he makes me feel like I'm five years old. When, okay. Yeah. You're a talented musician. <laughs> <laughs> this has been compliment fest. And you let me borrow your Nord lead. Oh, so yeah. So thank you so much. And it's a Nord lead. That's my um, synthesizer that I play regularly. It's Ooh, red. That's really nice color. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. My top five. It matches your outfit right now, actually. I love red. Have you ever... I'm so sorry. No. I, I wanted to buy an... Uh, a new keyboard mm-hmm. at Long and McQuaid, and I saw that they had a new Nord Lee. There's always keyboard. a new one. And I was ready. I had three thousand wow. dollars ready to spend. Big spender. I was going to buy this um, keyboard. That's a lot of money. If the person at Long and McQuaid could help me just a little bit, and he had no clue, and I said. You just lost the customer, man. Whoa. Whoa, retail nightmare. Yeah, that's... Yes. <laughs> yeah, you were the customer in that retail nightmare. That's... He wouldn't help you because he didn't know anything about it? He had no clue. Oh, man, that yeah. sucks. Yeah. yeah. I feel like the keyboard area of Long & McCoy is like a forgotten little nook <laughs> a lot of the time. Everyone's just like wailing it on their axes and the guitar <laughs> zone. And, That's true. And they know all about guitars, yeah. don't they? And they all flock to, like, all the dudes wearing, like, ties with ponytails. <laughs> like, flock they to still them. got them. <laughs> There's a, a guy that works at the Long and McQuaid on Terminal, and he looks the same as he did 15 years ago. He's this big, strapping guy with the gigantic uh, crop of hair in the back, all curly, and he's very serious about his work. Yeah, it's an intense place. But a $3,000 sale, like as a salesperson, I would be interested in making that sale. So I'd probably yeah. learn a bit about keyboards. Yeah. Because even- like, well, how much does a guitar cost? $25, $30? <laughs> yeah. I, about I am, that. But I'm, I bet like, you know, a $3,000 guitar is like a very, very expensive guitar. Yeah. Yeah. But a $3,000 keyboard. 
that's on I mean, an average. This mm, I got it's mine, getting up there in in high echelon. I got mine keyboards. for a thousand, but I got it used on eBay. So I think I'm going to have to do that. Yeah, it's the way to go. And then I got to go pick it up at the airport. It was like it was receiving like a new baby or something. Yeah, Is that how you, you get adopted. Babies? <laughs> that's what they told me. <laughs> you go to the every airport. time I go to the airport, nothing. <laughs> you hold up me. a sign that says "baby" on it, and you baby. hope that a baby notices you. Yeah, and and the parcel comes down that. Uh, the shoes the, yes that's where and the store baby <laughs> so chris i know that you have worked in retail but i think you might win the award for maybe shortest career in retail it's true i've only had maybe two or three retail jobs and they've all lasted two and a half months <laughs> they were always the, and not because i i never got fired i just quit yeah because they were summer jobs i would uh, start at the end of june and go to the end of august and work them and then say i'm going back to my real job yeah and your real job is your piano teacher I'm a, i teach piano yeah i also was a ballet accompanist Ooh. oh cool and that was not a good job no well it was a great job but i was too immature for it mm. yes would you do like speed up when you weren't supposed to speed up to see the dancers go faster <laughs> and slow down so they were like they were they dancing in mud melting uh, into the ground <laughs> did i ever tell you my uh, this is the worst story. I'm sorry. And it has nothing to do with retail, but when, when I played for this one uh, ballet company, there was a, a lady that was very upper snooty kind yeah. of ballet teacher, mm -hmm. and she was pretty hard on me, and I didn't, uh, didn't like her very much. And at the end of the exams... I bit on the top of her piano and left Whoa. my my teeth marks, and I had to pay for it oh, wow. out of my paycheck. That's very oh my gosh. animalistic. That's a yeah. strange thing to do. What, uh, what I was, was going very, through your brain? Uh, well, it's also being... This is in, why you don't want to use your real 20s. name, because you're wanted. <laughs> a piano biting. I, they fixed it, and they took it out of my I my bet check. that costs a lot. I don't think so. Really? It's just then little... I'm going to start biting. <laughs> don't you do and that. And bite that's Jessica's you piano. You are welcome to bite my piano. No, I have... My teeth are precious. Yeah, that's true. Mm. So is that piano. My piano is pretty and hard. That piano was, was too. It was a very stupid thing that I did. <laughs> I was too immature. You for... didn't mention. He was a baby. <laughs> uh, no, I was in my early baby 20s piano. and I thought that I was... Uh, a Wolverine. Can I, can I curse? Yes, Oh my goodness, uh, yes. The king of... Poop Mountain. <laughs> I was like, what's he going to say? I thought you were going to be like the king of fuck. <laughs> and I was like. And I, I thought that I was better than I was. Mm. And uh, he. You're pretty the, good. The, yeah. But uh, <laughs> there I didn't really take what the lady had to say too much. She put all these tapes for me to listen to of how the music was supposed to be. And I didn't listen to ah. it. And, and so we were butting heads the whole time. You were just playing boogie woogie the whole time. <laughs> no, no. I, I just did it at improper speeds. Ah. And, and she was. Yeah. So you. You weren't doing a very good job. I had it for like five or six years, but oh, uh, wow. it was not a good idea. I think that I could do it really good now. Yeah. That's tough. I think also like it, when I was young, my ego was so different. Like listening to people or learning things was so much harder because I, I felt like I should know how to do it that way or get to do things the way I wanted to do it. 
Mm -hmm. I mean, I'd like to say that's changed. (laughs) As I said it out loud, I was like, "Mm, no, I think I've just gotten better at looking like I'm listening. (laughs) But also, like, the fact that you're self-aware of it now, like, that's probably changed. You probably didn't think about it. Less painful. Yeah. Because it's painful to be in a situation where, you know, you want to do your art one way and work one way and then another person really isn't on board with it and you're micromanaging you. It just makes it worse. But the young kids needed to dance a certain way and I think I was either too fast or too slow. <laughs> they didn't know if that was the right song that they were supposed to dance to. Oh, no. So it was all on me. Oh, boy. Uh, I, I confess that I could have done it differently. I should have done it differently. Piano is a weird scene. Yeah. And, I mean, ballet is a weird scene. Oh, <laughs> ballet and piano is a weird scene. I, really quick about piano. Uh, piano teachers. I had never had a friend that was a piano teacher mm-hmm. because it's always, what did your students get in the exam? Oh, you teach them that way? You teach them that song? What's, what's wrong with you? It's always a competition. How really? much do you charge? You only charge that much? Well, I guess you're not so good. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. What a that miserable. But, but I was invited by my friend Robin uh, to a piano teacher's potluck and it was the best time ever oh so hopefully they've improved because i feel like everyone talked about how much they hated their piano teachers when i was a kid and now these people are old enough to be piano teachers themselves and they're like i'm not gonna do things the way that you know they're learning yeah but anyway, enough about piano. Because even though- that is not a retail nightmare. No. <laughs> that was a dream. Yeah. That was a dream job. And it's still going. I'm going to dream about biting pianos for sure. <laughs> uh, so you worked, I know you worked at Starbucks. Is that correct? Yes. For two months. Amazing. At, yes. At the domestic terminal branch <gasps> of the airport. Bet no. you saw a lot of babies, huh? <laughs> Why? <laughs> they came that's down the chute. That's where you go to go oh, dance. Right. The, the past thing we talked about. <laughs> it's already gone. So that seems like a hectic job. It was okay. The, I remember three things. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> if I started the shift, it started at 5.30. If you weren't ready... Yes. If you weren't ready to give people their coffee at 530, I've never seen such anger. Really? Like, they were so <laughs> mad. I got a flight to catch. I'm going to Brussels. I need a coffee. <laughs> it, it was, yeah, that was crazy. Also, my my friend Adam got me the job mm-hmm. and he would always go to the bathroom he and and there was times where at that point he had to go and pee and then there was a lineup and i had no idea how to do it he didn't teach me this certain thing i don't know how to make a latte or a caramel macchiato uh, <laughs> so i guess and the third thing is it was so hot and i was um you run told, hot though what? Like, I've never seen you wearing a coat. Yes, it's true. <laughs> you always but, wear a but t-shirt. I, I had to wear a, a certain attire, and they suggested that I buy a crystal stick. What? Because I sweated oh. so much, and the people that were uh, buying their coffee there, they were talking. They complained? They were talking about the big sweat ball. Oh. That, oh, it's okay. Wait Jessica. a second. Were you wearing any deodorant at all? 
Yes, of course. <laughs> when, but, why but a it's crystal? Not, it's not like anti. <laughs> like I don't put it on my head. But they wanted to like where? What, how would the crystal the thing? The crystal help? stick is first of all doesn't work. Does it? Does not works work. for like one it out of every three hundred really? people. Oh yes. So you what? got one and you tried it and it worked. Yes. Also, there was other things that I was doing too, <laughs> like bring in a towel. Oh yeah. So that that's always good. See, and, that's sad. Oh, it's okay. No, I mean, like, it's, I understand. And also, like, that sucks. I didn't take it personally at all. The The lady that was uh, the owner, the puppet master of the Starbucks. <laughs> the master of puppets. Uh, yeah, she, she, she was very uh, lovely about it. So I, I didn't take it personally. That's good. That is sweet. So you were able to leave there with no bad blood or anything? Not at all. All, all the times that I worked... Um, those two month, uh, gigs, it was, it was all good. Yeah. I could have gone back, um, the great Canadian superstore when I was 16. Really? I was a midnight stock boy for a little while. So are there crazy parties that go on at midnight in the grocery stores? There's only one time that my friend Tim, who got me the job, he was in one aisle, I was in the other, and he, uh, had this can of corned beef and he threw it. To try to hit me in the other aisle, and he, <laughs> and he hit the assistant manager Whoa. instead. Uh, yes. Did he get fired? <laughs> no. He said sorry, and the guy that uh, got hit said, that's okay. Wow. Don't let it happen again. Because <laughs> I, I like to imagine that when a grocery store closes, it's like fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh, at the end when they bring in yeah. that's right. Drinking juice boxes and dancing crazy and turns into a foam party and there's a slip and slide. Bobby Fuller and yeah, yeah, that's a good song. Alicia, do you have a nightmare? Mm, I have a retail. I don't know. Actually, it's tough this week. This will be my third nightmare. Let me see. Oh no, I don't have one. I can do mine, and then you can. If, okay, it might bring up some. Sure. Oh, I got, I got one. You right. got one. Oh yes. Okay. Oh, can I? Uh, <laughs> yeah, tell? yeah. Um, I had. Oh gosh, do I tell that one? So I also worked for a whole year after I graduated. Well, I didn't really graduate from music school, but uh, I had a year where I was working at Tom Lee oh. Music as a piano preparer. So what, what that is... would just gently bite every piano. Calm. <laughs> <laughs> you, you take... Ready. Calm. Ready. That's me. That's me biting. Calm. 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 H-A-E-M. Calm. It's a Scandinavian word. I would take... For biting pianos. I would take the pianos apart, take oh, all whoa. the keys out and vacuum inside. Oh, whoa. And uh, uh, lubricate the little metal things that the keys go on. Wow. And uh, make sure that it's all nice and in there. Yes. And then I would put it back together. That's crazy. I would, I would love that job. That's so it meticulous. Was a, I didn't and, like it. Yeah, but I'm, <laughs> I'm real anal about that sort of thing though. yeah but then you would hate this your anality would take a hit <laughs> oh, for i this. don't want my an- you, anality to take a hit <laughs> you would polish the pianos and they would look pristine and then the dirty old movers would come mm. and put their fingerprints all over, all over and your job is ruined and that was so defeating let me tell you where were they moving them 
to the houses to of, of all the homes. yeah of all the people that like their Yamahas mm-hmm. and and stuff and the person that got me that job was <laughs> the uh, ex husband of my first piano teacher. Wow! And, uh, okay. Yeah, and he was a, a nice enough guy, but uh, also immature, too immature for that job. Mm-hmm. It did too many silly things, and I'm glad I quit. Like you would leave a little surprise in the piano. No, no, really? I don't know. I don't mean like you pooed in it or something. What's the surprise? I don't know. Just a little note. This is Chris was here, and then a bite mark. Yeah, Chrisrific. Yeah. You bite it and then sign it, Chris Riffick. I have only bit a piano once, and yeah. that was out out of anger. Yeah. And also, I felt bad yeah. about that. I wasn't going to get into a business of biting pianos. I was like, this is great. I love the taste of the enamel <laughs> in my teeth. I got to go into Tom Lee and start biting. You should put it on your resume. Piano biter. Um, so that job, you did that for a year? Yeah, almost a whole year. And there's two stories out of that. Um, there was a, a guy who's a Mormon fellow. And every time that I had to go in the main room where all the beautiful pianos were, it's like the big Bosendorfers that the great Oscar Peterson would play. I had to polish them and make sure that they were really nice. And there was this guy who's a seller of them. He would uh, walk slowly around me and and do one of those things where you take his finger and oh, uh, put it uh, on the piano to see if there's any dust. That was the most annoying <laughs> ever. Yeah. And also I ruined a piano. I ruined How? Um, I was supposed to polish it with like a, um, some kind of very, very delicate sandpaper yeah, yeah. and and try to get the lines uh on and i i did a big diagonal <laughs> and they never said anything about it but i'm sure they were like we gotta get this guy out of here <laughs> so i i uh, i screwed up a, a beautiful piano and i've always felt bad about that i'm sure it still sounds good though it's not <sighs> like you pooped in it <laughs> and then bit it uh, it was one or the other, probably. <laughs> and don't buy where you poop. <laughs> that's that's gonna haunt me. This As whole say, I'm sorry. I mean, I didn't even poop in the piano. You guys are bringing that up. <laughs> well, we're not smart. We're not mature. Are you guys, we didn't never lost. We never lost jobs because we were immature. But I mean, very immature mm, people. I probably did, <laughs> and I just didn't realize it at the time. I remembered a thing where I'm a. I was a retail nightmare this week. My friend is in from out of town. He moved to Russia a few years ago, and he comes back to town once in a while. Uh, and we met up, and he needed to get a SIM card and a pay-as-you-go phone for his time here, which was like four weeks or so. Oh, wow. So we went to the Fido kiosk in Kingsgate Mall. Kingsgate Mall, the most beautiful mall in America. Not so. <laughs> hey! um, I have a, I'm a fan. It serves a lot of people, Yeah. and it serves them okay. <laughs> Um, so I had made a joke before we left the house to go to Kingsgate Mall about burner phones from like Breaking Bad or The mm-hmm. Wire, a phone that's temporarily used by a drug dealer. And then oh. you, and then you break it in break half, it in and half and throw, and throw it in the, in the street. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we get up to the counter and, uh, we met when we were going to Langara and we have a shared sense of humor that's quite bratty and it comes back full force when he's visiting and, so the first thing he did was ask if he could buy a burner phone. 
and we're laughing. We think we're so <laughs> funny, like because we're getting old, and things that we think are funny, we know are less funny to other people, and that in itself is pleasurable. Uh, we did not so realize <laughs> that the the young and excellent uh, person behind the cash was very very new to Canada, and he didn't really speak English that well. And he certainly fucking never heard of a burner phone because it's not like the first thing they teach you in school here when you're learning English. Okay, you're going to need a burner phone. <laughs> so, oh my gosh, I really felt for him. But of course, uh, we made at least five more burner phone jokes until he was laughing at us, uh, not with us, because he did not know what a burner phone was. And then at the end, we explained it to him and he's like, you guys are losers. <laughs> so... He's like, have fun with your nightmare. drug deals. Yeah. Is that the the nickname that the phone has? Yeah. Or is that the company? Like, no, burner? it's just, just like an old phone that you use once or twice. Oh, yeah. you just burn it. When we go on tour in the States, our former label manager used to always say, like, do you want to take a burner phone? And that's when I first found out about it. Because <laughs> sometimes it's cheaper to just get a different phone from 7-Eleven or whatever and do pay as you go. Yeah, just then, for basic needs and stuff. Yeah, then doing roaming. I've never had one. I've had some phones that I've wanted to break in half after I've got off a really annoying phone call, but never done it. Which you can't do with smartphones because they're just a, a rectangle. They're a brick. But when I had some flip phones, like yeah. when I had my Razor phone, remember those? Yeah. I had a Razor scooter and a Razor phone. I just recently got a cell phone yeah, and I'm time. going to hold on to it forever. Yeah. That's what you think. It's no. A, is it a flip I, phone? Yeah, of course. You got to start there. Don't you? Don't you have to start? Do you know there? how to text message? I guess. Oh, don't be. Like <laughs> no, really. Like it's hard I, I, on a, on one of those. Because you're kind phones. of jumping in midstream. Yeah. Like people have been doing it for years. It, Look, all <laughs> these little technological things, I'm going to have to jump in midstream. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah so uh, what? what is the thing? So uh, Facebook. I, I'm all over. I'm all over my wife's Facebook. Yeah, uh, and she's getting out of uh, the Facebook because it's pretty much mine now. Yeah, but I'm not allowed on her Instagram. Oh, okay, and so that's her that's little sacred. dwelling place. Yeah, that that's where all her crew are communicating. But I've pretty much. I own her Facebook, yeah. which is great. It's, Why don't you just make your own page? Oh, because she's already she's got the friends that I have. So <laughs> too much work. It, yeah, it's just I don't want to start from from the the beginning. Yeah, it's daunting, and it's all, like she was your web creator. Yeah, she, truly. Yeah. yeah. Do you, this is so stupid. Do you remember, uh, like when you got your email or your Gmail? Do you remember the person that helped you? get on to your email yeah, and, definitely. and through the phone he would say okay so let's just give you a chrisorific at hotmail.com and he did it in five minutes and i still have that one and i just love it so much so like <laughs> i'm holding on to this cell phone for like ever look at this thing it's not a phone it's a monolith it's a supercomputer yeah it's uh it has gotten me out of a lot of uh conversations and conversations <laughs> i don't remember who helped me set up my email account but i do remember the first website i ever visited really as soon as yeah because i didn't have the internet at home when i started going to the fancy school that justin trudeau was my teacher at that what there was a you know that oh right you don't have facebook <laughs> i kind of do you kind of do <laughs> you stole someone's facebook it's funny um he always says chris here when he's posting through his wife's <laughs> account so everyone knows Chris is Chris here. So the first website I ever went to in my first 
computer class in grade seven, went to jessica.com because I didn't know how the internet worked. Whoa. And I was like, maybe this can be my email address, jessica. I didn't know you had. <laughs> it's porn. It's a porn website. Oh. I think any woman's name dot com is a pornographic website. Awful. So, yeah. And then I, I think because I think they didn't even have any blockers on there. I, all of a sudden it was just a bunch of flesh. And I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, like a little 12 year old Jessica. And then I thought I thought an at symbol was just how you said A's like an Internet speak. So I was like, my email address will just be like J-E-S-S-I-C at because it's ah. like just but then that's just a cat. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, so my email address is still a pun on tenacious D palacious j <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah it's dumb it's bad no it's great i came up with it in high school and i wasn't even a big tenacious d fan i like it it works it's on my business card when someone needs my email address mm-hmm. i never just say chris Arifit because i think it's a little embarrassing mm-hmm. so you spell I, it out yeah i spell it out for them and then they they read it to me it's like chris Arifit. And it's like, yeah, it's Chris Arific. No, it's Chris Arific. <laughs> Chris, no, yeah, like it's, it's Chris. Arific. Trying to pronounce it as a as a last name, like Chris A. Rific. Yes. Yeah, that's your middle name, A. Mm-hmm. You're Arific. Yeah, A for Elsher. Oh yeah, that's true. Your, German. Your real last name. Yes. It's true. You're in my phone as Chris Arific. Good. You know, I just want to say yes. that I had I. I didn't think that this interview was going to go as long as this. Oh, because oh my, I, my retail nightmares are so few. I bet that your guests have these. Just, oh my gosh, I had the worst boss. He's just so bad. None of that. I, I, all the people at the Starbucks at the airport were so nice to get their coffee, except with those little drops of sweat in it. Five a.m. people. What I don't understand is, like, you know, there's coffee served on flights, especially if you're but going... But not to- as good as Starbucks. Mm. Is it good? <laughs> it is definitely better than the airplane. Mm. I am a fan of Starbucks. Yeah. I'm a convert to Starbucks coffee. Before the Mount Erie show began uh, Last yesterday, night. I was uh, looking for a coffee. There was no coffee shops that aren't Starbucks around the Burrard area. Yeah, there's yeah. two sort of almost on the same corner. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, the nexus of the universe. I so think. I went to a Starbucks You're on and the matter. I got a tall, dark and drank it. And handsome. It was so good. Yeah. It was, then you were I, jazzed. it was the best Starbucks coffee I ever had. And then you were jazzed for your like, uh, very quiet, very quiet reserved set in of, a cathedral. of songs about uh, the passing of His a partner, loved one, yeah. which uh, you didn't think that that was going to be entertaining. Well, lo and behold, it was. That's good. That's yeah. great. That he's... But uh, yeah, it, it won't get into that. Uh, but beautiful place to, to see a show and good Starbucks. Yeah. I guess that was what I'm saying. Uh, well, why don't we do... Uh... Honkin' on Bobo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. Uh is that your answer? I'm th- uh, I Shuglin. <laughs> see, I I had wondered. Um, do how deep does this go? Like, am Not I a fan of Aerosmith? Right Smith, on the surface, or yeah. am I a fan of John John Fogerty? Is it is 
the 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 honking on Bobo. The, uh, I don't like the album very much. No, uh, but no, I did we. love the the red velvet backdrop. Yeah, for which the harmonica was placed. Yeah, it's a good visual. <laughs> Except that isn't there a lipstick mark on the harmonica? I'm gonna Google it. Yeah. It's uh, I haven't actually seen it in person before, but uh, and when I was doing the Chuglin, <laughs> I, I just uh, saw all these interviews of John Fogarty from Creedence Clearwater yeah. Revival and how bitter he is about- towards the other about Chuglin. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he he wasted his life Chuglin, his young days of Chuglin. It is a horrible album cover. Yeah. It, For the listener, please Google at this time in the podcast, Aerosmith's Honkin' on Bobo album cover. This, I like the velvet, but I don't like the harmonica. And that's not how mouths look. No. Like, it's such a, like a fucking fake piece of shit picture. <laughs> And the price is $59.99 for that album. Mm. That seems It's high. a classic. Well, I don't recognize even one of these songs. Uh, they've got uh, Honk, Honk on Me Baby, Honk All Night, Why'd You Stop Honking, Bobo, Wake Up, Bobo, Who's There? <laughs> oh, no, Bobo. Bobo, Why'd You Stop Honking? So does, is your official answer honking on Bobo? Oh, well, uh, by a country mile. All right. Okay. Yes. And thank you to Jared for coming up with that uh, question. <laughs> yeah, yes. we are grateful. Thank yes. you, Jared Evans Sound. Yeah, lucky. Okay, uh, so what's the cute one? What's the uh, <laughs> cute? Of the week. We're not there wow. yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you I'm driving tra- this podcast? <laughs> He's had a show since 1999. Yeah. So he's, How long like, have you guys These had stories this? are lasting too long. Since I'm honking on Bobo. <laughs> uh, like, no, not even. Not even. Yeah. yeah. 2015? 2015. It's been mm. a couple years. Rookies. Yeah, for we, sure. We definitely yes. are. Uh, Half the time I'm like thinking about pastries. Oh, yeah. I had two on my way over here while I was riding my bike. My stomach hurt so much for the first 15 minutes of this, but it evened out. That's good. Yeah. That's, I didn't want to bring it up because I was like, I might have to go home. <laughs> Should we do how much money have you spent on the red hot chili pepper? Yeah. How much money have you spent None. I, I was thinking, I thought that I might have uh, bought uh, a CD of Mother's Milk. Oh, yeah. But I did not. So I, <laughs> How do I, you know? I, I, because did you go I through was all your CDs? Through, oh, no, nothing, nothing. And I do have Mother's Milk, but I borrowed it from a friend. And never returned it? Never returned it. He didn't want it back. <laughs> Um, yes, since our last recording, I have still not spent any money on them. So same, we're all in the same club. I think about them a lot. So do we? <laughs> I, yep, I, I have to I, hear them I every think day. About, they they had a double album a couple years ago, and I, I don't know any songs from it. So I, I'm I'm sure it wasn't that that successful. It was no blood sugar sex magic. I think you're going to get a call from Alex Hudson, who's going to want to teach you all about how amazing it is. Probably. Uh. He's the number one fan. He's the one who we invented this segment for. Really? Yeah, and he did the music for it. So, oh, <laughs> yeah. is there music? There's yes. a theme song. Yeah. Is it just under the bridge? No, <laughs> that we're not allowed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> we can. We. I'll play it for you later. Did anyone ever give you a really bad present? The worst present ever from a family member. The worst present ever from a family member. 
I was thinking about this. They're all good presents, but my mom was the worst at misguided presents. That if you would ask her... Uh, I really like this. She would get you some bastardized version of oh. that. Uh, for example, mom, get me Transformers. <laughs> I want Optimus Prime. She'd go to a toy store and get the Japanese version that had the Japanese instructions on how to uh, do the transforming. Yeah. And uh, so it just stayed the way it was. <laughs> That's probably it, like more rare. Yes. And the the little uh, rockets would actually work. Shoot out. Yeah. yeah. The American ones, because they didn't want any lawsuits, they, they would take the spring out. So like if you try to shoot your, your sister in the eye, you're going to have to shoot her some other way. You go to jail. Yeah. Uh, I had Transformers as a kid, which is funny because it was obviously something that I it was a hand me down because it was never something I was like, I want Transformers. I was like, what are these cars that turn it into legs? I don't understand. <laughs> but I was like, this one looks like a cop car. Were those GoBots? I don't know. Maybe they were. I don't even know the difference. Do you know the difference? Uh, Transformers and GoBots are different. Yes. But they both change from cars to robots. Mm hmm. See, that seems like someone failed to copyright something and Yeah, there's a lot of companies that were trying to It's like almost everything had a second version of it that was slightly less expensive. Yeah. True. And you know, still now like like Pokemon and Porkemon. <laughs> they're the... all pig based. Oh. I invented it. I remember like Transformers were fun. Like Transformers I'm getting like it's all getting blurry about what year things came out. So now I start checking things and I'm always much older when they came out than I thought. But my brother had Transformers and I remember the GoBots vaguely. Mm-hmm. I was mixing up GoBots with Autobots and Decepticons. Those are those are Transformers. Those are Transformers. Yeah. So the, the bad guys were the Decepticons because they lie. Yeah. And the Autobots were the good, good guys like Optimus Prime and Mumblebee. Yes. yes. They were an amazing toys, though. They were really yes. amazing toys. Oh, most definitely. And there's some great toys. There's just like toys can be so beautiful. Like after the fact, like I have a few things in my house that I just love, like the Fisher Price Barn. I have one of those in my yeah, house. Pee Wee Herman doll. Pee Wee Herman doll. And wow. every once in a while I see something that's just so exquisitely made and it's not like a pastel color and it's not like overly branded. And yeah. It's, and they're just works of art. Like Fisher Price made beautiful stuff made some good stuff i like that lawnmower that pop says you push yeah. it oh, that thing was so cool and the telephone i would carry that telephone around like it was an animal hello <laughs> jessica here mm, sell <laughs> and then i got i forget when i was like five i got a touchstone one because oh, i yeah. had the rotary one and then someone gave me the touchstone one and it made sounds and i was really excited and i was always on my phone i was like i gotta take this five-year-old businesswoman but if I if I could say as far as uh, misguided gifts, uh, the one that I remember most of all mm-hmm. is I was a big fan at five years old of the song Nine to Five. Oh, amazing. That's a by great song. Dolly Parton. Yeah. Yes. And it had a movie and everything. Mm-hmm. And my mom knew that I loved that song. So she went to Kmart to try to find that song for me. And she saw a mini pops oh, album no. <laughs> that had a young lady that that was looking forlorn, and then above her head was nine to five. So she thought that she got the real deal. She purchased it, gave it to me, put it on the record player, and it was a song by Sheena Easton called "My Baby Takes the Morning Train." Oh, she works yeah. from 
nine, nine to, to five. five. Yeah. A far less superior song. That's rough. I just, I, I think they're both great songs. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes. I love, like, it's so, it must be so hard to be a parent. Uh, and there's so it much pressure be. to remember stuff. <laughs> and I can remember my parents, you know, t- thinking that they got, got it right. And me just being a shit about it. Like I've told the story of getting the cabbage patch kid, but then I wouldn't give it to the sick children's <laughs> hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Because I didn't have any status as a kid, like in school, I never had any, uh, was not a cool kid. And so I knew that cool kids had Cabbage Patch Kids. And even though I didn't want it, if I kept it, it might be like some sort of segue into a friendship. So it was too risky for me to abandon it. Um, but what I wanted was a Care Bear because I've always been. An, yeah. Yeah. And, and I had, they also so got me a Care Bear, bear. but they got me like the, the smaller size one. Mm. Uh, and I wanted the big fat Care Bear with the big that Care Bear belly. The belly, yeah. Yeah, and uh, my poor parents. Mm. They're just like devastated by the stress, stress of a marriage. It's not going well. And then like, I was going blind. So I was like, I want everything my way. <laughs> it's um, tough. <laughs> yeah, like how do you get it right and remember to pay all the bills and feed your child and <laughs> make sure they don't die? They're, they're, I don't know. <laughs> I, I was take, taking my, my daughter to the grocery store to get some chips. There's a barbecue at our Good co-op. Dad. And, and there is, is uh, one of the fathers and uh, he's out in his balcony and he's looking so forlorn. And, and I go like, Dave, that's his name. It's like, what's wrong? It's like, that kid, there's something wrong with that kid. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, he's having his problems, but uh yeah, I think I got got uh, the last good kid in the world. <laughs> she's pretty great. She's pretty awesome. I was worried when we were doing worst present. I was like, I hope it's not all the stuff I give your daughter. Oh, no, she loved that until she broke it. <laughs> I give her I'll be cleaning out my jewelry uh area and I'll be like, "Oh, why do I have a bunch of plastic jewelry a child should have this that red bracelet that you gave her she loved that thank you so much you you have given me so much good stuff (laughs) music and kids stuff i am indebted to you You absolutely or not you've repaid the debt by coming on the show uh Um, I was at the co-op last night where Chris lives and yes. there's a lot of children there. Like, Ooh. I think co-ops <laughs> are great and they're really an affordable option for families. And once our friends get into a co-op, they're like, you should come here. And I'm like, yeah, it's cool. Like, it's so cheap and it's nice places. But then I'm like, I don't think I could be around screaming children all the time. That's what the old people yeah. say. Three years ago, there was not one kid. And then... There was so many openings and all these families just flocked to it because it's so expensive to to get anything around here that isn't a a co-op. So they just came in and there's so many kids and there is a big civil war between all the oldies and and the families. It's going to it's going to come to a head uh, at the barbecue. (laughs) Oh, Oh, boy. I have some friends who bought in a. A building that had no children. Mm-hmm. And then because of, I'm guessing in part because of the housing costs here, instead of moving out when people had kids, they just made it work. Mm-hmm. And it's horrible. Like I thought, you know, before, like I was like, oh, maybe they're exaggerating. But a couple of times I went over to feed their cat when they're away. And it's definitely like it could be an under better control. Like people just let their children, but it's not a co-op, by the way. It's like people own everything yeah. and... They just let their children run screaming up and down the hallways. It's crazy. And someone keeps farting in the elevator. It's really <laughs> weird. It wasn't me. 
the dog last night that was at uh, the co-op kept farting everywhere. (laughs) Was the dog in the house? Uh, It was outside and we could still smell it. (laughs) There's some kids in my neighborhood uh, and I felt like the grouchiest old man the other night. They... They live a block away and they, this little girl and her friends one day kind of cornered me with my puppy and wouldn't leave me alone. They're like, we like dogs. And they kept going for a walk with me and like really wanted to be friends and hang out. And I was was like, I don't want to do this. It's weird. I am 40. Sometimes you just need alone time. Yeah. And then they saw Hank yesterday and they started yelling from up the street, Hank, Hank. And they had this huge, beautiful, like St. Bernard with them, like full grown. I was like, this is not a good situation. So I just grabbed Hank and ran into our apartment. (laughs) And then they came up, they made it, they started running when they saw me running. Oh, wow. And so there's this pack of like really adorable, really like uh, potato sack princess, paper bag princess, (laughs) little girls coming after me down the street. Like they're filthy (laughs) because they've been out playing all day. They're like, Hank, Hank. And then I just slammed the door in their face. I was like, I can't do it, guys. You turned it into a fun game, though, as soon as you started running. <laughs> yeah, they were like, true. we can run faster. But I only had, I had much less distance to cover to get into my place. So I, I have win. noticed something here. that uh, One, that I, you're a 74 baby? Uh, 75. 75. Yeah. So, so you just turned 40. I, I'm 42. a 74 baby. Yeah. Um, if I didn't have a kid... I would have that attitude too. If I didn't have a kid, I would be like, you guys are so annoying. <laughs> all these. Uh, I don't old... find my friends' children annoying though. Yeah, like, like but... I hang out with them, but these are kids I don't know, which A, like makes me feel a little bit nervous. Like, what if something happened? Who would I even yeah, call? Yeah. I don't know them. You and what if they're like, parents. this weird lady up the streets mean to us? She runs away from us. And I have to <laughs> yeah. talk to a parent about that. And I'm like, I'm just really tired. I don't have a ton of. Of alone time, my dog can't walk. I'm just like my arms hurt. Like I don't really want to play right now. And I've got two friends. I've got my friend Margo and I've got my friend Poppy. <laughs> like, but but so your baby those are my baby friends. I I I can <laughs> I I can understand where you're coming from though. And now I can understand where all the the people that are yelling at the kids to stop like screaming at the the top of their their lungs where they're coming from too. But I think I'm still in the middle. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that we can all uh, hang out together, uh, but it's going to take a lot of patience on both sides. I bet yeah. if the screaming got under control, it would make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's the thing. That's the thing with my friend's neighbors is that they've even really politely spoken to them about it and they've been rebuffed quite rudely. Yeah. And it's just that kind of quality of life is tough when it's very nerve wracking to, to hear a child screaming. Yeah. Cause you don't it's know something it, inside of you. Yeah. Is it, yeah. It's like, and hearing a baby like screaming, we're hardwired to be like, yeah, go like get your adrenaline up when that happens. But other animals eat other animals, children. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's part of it too, where we're like, we don't have to. Why do I yeah. have to? Well, also the the families <laughs> and the kids don't think that they're doing anything wrong. Yeah. Like the parents are saying, "Well, just let them be kids." Yeah, like and you're let them saying, blow off the steam. No. no, I'm saying there has to be a compromise because I do think that some parents. I don't know if you're parenting this way. They're just, they're tired and they're not able to say like, "Oh, this is really like really really tough." Mm-hmm. Especially if you're in a co-op, that's a shared space. It's not like you know. Where I live, um, the baby's downstairs. I can't hear them at all. And they're not in my apartment. They're not in the hallway ever. Mm-hmm. And I can get away from them. Yeah, you can yeah, spend as much time as you want. It was funny. Jay and I were, we've been having too much wine this week. And where <laughs> I'm like, I really need to stop partying. 
Uh, and then we were going over to this co-op for this barbecue party thing. And uh, we remembered how many children were going to be there. And we're like, yeah, we should bring a bottle of wine. <laughs> it's a good idea. Yeah. Because if you're not expecting, all of a sudden there's just a child like screaming at the top of his lungs, like wandering. And you're like, what's wrong? And nothing. There's nothing wrong. It's just their there, volume. There's some pretty tightly wound kids, too. <laughs> yeah. No, there really is. There, There's some, some, some damaged little munchkins, which is sad. But uh, you got to think about yourselves, too, when you're going into that. <laughs> All right. Let's do Puppo of the Week. Yeah. Speaking of okay, damage. Okay, that's the cute? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Damaged little muffins. It's time for Puppo of the Week. Puppo of the Week. So it's the recurring story that I think of. It happened a couple of years ago. That's Is it, fine. Would, would oh, that yeah. Be, That's totally so, so I keep yeah, thinking There was about a week it. at that point, too, yeah. right? There was. Weeks are happening all the time. Puppo of a week. Yeah. Yeah. Puppo of a wee oak. <laughs> wee oak. <laughs> there was a teeter-totter at a play gym. And my daughter um, got on this teeter-totter with three other kids. One of the kids decided to just <gasps> freak out and and scream at the top of her legs. She didn't want any part of this. It was going too fast. Or it was going too slow. And she flung herself off <laughs> the, the, the teeter-totter onto the mat, having the biggest hissy fit in the whole wide world. Not very cute. But what was cute is that all the kids that, that were on there and a couple others that were just around the area, they all got in a circle around her and put their hands on her oh, and, and wanted to tell her that it was okay. That's like Children of the Corn. So sweet. Yes. And uh, Children of the Cornish. <laughs> uh, yes, and then they, they, they dragged her. They surrounded her and they, they applied salt and oil. Yes, that, that's <laughs> and right. Then, but before we got there, they were starting a fire. So well, we and put the fire put out, out and, and we were then, like... Then came the bees. <laughs> <laughs> so inventive, children. So brilliant. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Nicholas Cage reference I was trying yeah, to, to yeah. put it. Yeah, yeah. I got it. I got yes. it. Uh, not the bees. Um, <laughs> that is very sweet, though. I thought that that was... Do you have one? Yeah. Oh, I've got one. It was from last night. Um, so uh, I was at this co-op where Jay's family lives, same co-op as Chris. And it was Jay's brother's 40th birthday. Scott. Scott. Happy birthday, Scott. Scott. Last name, Jay. Scott, uh, hmm. Jay's brother. <laughs> and yes. he he was really excited to show us. Uh, he learned how to knit and he made this scarf. <laughs> he was inspired by Lenny Kravitz's big scarf? No. Yeah. You know that big scarf? <laughs> the scarf's no. amazing. It's a famous photo. I think it. everyone knows the date the photo was taken now, and people celebrate the anniversary of Lenny Kravitz being photographed wearing this massive scarf. Amazing. Uh, my friend Sarah has made a painting of Lenny Kravitz wearing the scarf for me, and I still need to get it framed, but it's beautiful, beautiful watercolor painting. Can you describe the look of Scott Arner? Uh, Scott is a he looks like a heavy metal fan he's okay. he's got a let's start at his skull tattoo yeah he's, he's got a gigantic bald head and a, he shaves his head and, and he's he got knits. a big dragon and he he's got tattoos on his hands and he's a great dad he's got the best he's got top of the line so many little boys always running so much around from him. yeah and uh but he he decided to get into knitting so he showed us this amazing because i was cold i'm always cold when i'm over there because they're running around chasing children so they're 
always like you're sweating. slowly getting drunk and i'm just sitting in the corner being like more wine please um but and so he put the scarf around me and it was it was so thick he got like the thickest yarn you can get and it felt like i was wearing a a rug or something it was so <laughs> nice and also if you like wore it a certain way it sort of looked like those like high neck collar from like the 80s sci-fi like blade runner or something sure so now we all want him to make us these scarves and i just think it's the sweetest thing i love the scarf i love that lenny kravitz making a fashion statement one day could inspire so many people to make beautiful art so <laughs> lenny kravitz is scarf is the original Papo, but then scott's scarf and all the subsequent scar- scarves and art um those those are all my papos to lenny yeah thanks yes. thanks lenny i'll pour i'll pour a little bit of spritz out on the table for you <laughs> um alicia who's your Papo? my Papo. i have two Papos this week uh oh one of the really nice birds that visits jessica's back and oh. he's got a really nice hairdo that's plumpo plumpo plumpo's here so um last night it was like I enjoyed, uh, this is my first day off in a week long of vacation. I'm so excited about it. I think like I lived for this like Friday afternoon for so long. I was thinking about that over here. I was like, oh yeah, now I can sleep. Mm. Um, but I was just puttering around the house and I had left a message at Hank's vet the night before because his, some of his symptoms are getting worse and no one called back and I was okay with it because they've started like just calling me. And helping and doing things like extra things for us, not being asked to do that, but certainly unexpected. And I don't think people should work for free at all. But his vet called last night and she had sent his results to a bunch of other experts to see if anyone could guess what this mystery illness is that he has or mystery lameness. So I kind of feel like she's my puppo because she really cares about Hank and she doesn't have to do these things, but she's really doing them. And she talked to me for like a half an hour on the phone. That's really sweet. How and long then, have you had Hank for? Uh, since December 16th. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and you uh, seem to have a b- big connection. Yeah, he's my best friend. Um, <laughs> and then my other puppo of the week. Oh, yeah. So that puppo, uh, her name is Dr. St. James. She's my, she's one of my puppos of the week. She's really smart. And my other puppo of the week is Hank, who uh, his paws are like tiny bear paws. And I was gay and he let me brush him today, which was pretty big deal because he hates being brushed, but it's too embarrassed to take him to the vet looking the way he looked. (laughs) So nice. So Hank's my other papo. I like that. When, when you were telling your beautiful story, all I could think of is, uh, the day that my daughter Sylvie came to the house and was presented to our cat at the time, Pajama. <laughs> and he got into the middle of the living room and took the biggest shit. <laughs> right on the carpet? Yeah. He was mad. Oh, he was so mad. He had personality. Let it me tell sounds you. like it. So, Chris, I know that you have just recorded a brand new album. Yes. And do we have a timeline for when that is going to be available uh, well, for the your, world? Your, your lovely uh, uh, husband, husband uh, yeah. and I are going to uh, fill out the form uh, to get the recording. And I guess it would probably be done in January. Oh, wow. So, And I've been working on this thing for like six years. This so. is oh your gosh. life's work. I know. And I want to be done with it. Do you have any shows coming up in September? I do not have 
any shows. Well, if anyone uh, is in Vancouver and has the opportunity to see Chris play, it's a rare treat. He usually doesn't play for more than about 15 minutes at a time, except for the one fateful night where he pledged to play for an hour long set. And that was amazing. Was that a good show? It was so Uh, great. We were all timing him on our phones. (laughs) And as soon as it passed one hour, he's like, done, I'm done. I played a song after that. That's true. Played, yeah, well, anyway. many encores. Uh, it's just him and his piano, and it's great. Uh, lots of really good songs, and I've heard all the new album, and it's going to be amazing. So, thanks, Jessica. Look for that uh, in January, I guess. <laughs> Alicia, do you have any September? Not yet. <laughs> One day. I know it's it's early. It's still mid August right now. One day I'll have a September. One day there'll be September. Wake it's September right now. When September ends, right? Green Day? Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. I don't really know. I was going to make a September rain joke. Then I was like, it's November rain. <laughs> <laughs> I've decided that, you know what? That song's good. Okay. It's Sept- taken November rain? November rain. But oh. only that guitar <laughs> solo. Try teaching a kid that song. Goes on for freaking ever. I wrote the whole song out for a kid. It was... 11 pages. Wow. Well, yes. And it got to the second page and said, screw it. Well, I think all I really want to learn how to play is that great solo. That's yes. The solo right at the end is the best. It's like, very good. It's like the third solo of the song. Anyway, I was in the liquor store the other day because I've been drinking too much wine. November rain was on and I decided I want to make a song that references November rain. So. It's one of the best songs about rain. Yeah. And one of the best songs about uh, playing guitar in front of a church. Or... Yeah. On top of a piano. Yeah. So rude. Rains. Well. They're very rude to the piano. Like rain on your wedding day. Yeah. Um, so this comes out when uh, I'm on tour. So check out mintrecords.com for tour dates. We're coming across Canada. Oh, you're going across Canada. Yeah, all the way. Yeah, we're going to PEI and back again. I need to tell you I'm going to ask you to bring me back so many weird things. I I want to be brutally honest with you, Jessica. Your upcoming tour will not be as good as Japan. Yeah, I have a feeling, but I'm not going to try and hold it up to the same standards. Why did standards. you say that? Because, because you're just... I've heard such fantastic Japan's stories. Japan's amazing. Like, yeah. Do, we... you, do you hear the stories of Japan? And Yes. Uh, yes. yes. So what, you're going to go to call the office in London and you're going to be disappointed. We're not even going to London, but we are playing on a school bus in Guelph, so I'm really excited about that. Score. Uh, and I mean, it's Canada is different than Japan. Canada is also beautiful this time of year. Yeah, I'm going to be traveling at the best time. Yeah, we haven't done it in September before. We're usually doing it in July and August. Are you going to Toronto? Yes. Because that's when the foliage is at its most beautiful. So I've heard we've toured uh, around the states, like the eastern states in October and November. So I've seen the majestic mountains of Vermont and everything. And it's pretty, pretty good. Pretty good colors. So that's what will be going on if you are the type of person who has an extra five bucks kicking around every month. You can pledge to our Patreon. You can be a donor and you can get music that we've made from the podcast. 
uh, other fun treats to come like the uh, desktop background that I made. Uh, it's really beautiful. With some puppos on there. There'll be more to come to whenever I stop partying so much and have a moment to go on Photoshop. Don't pledge if you can't afford it because we don't want to leave anyone bankrupt. We just want our rich listeners yeah. who worked in retail for fun. Yeah. <laughs> To donate yeah the those all those all all of y'all the out billionaires there. yeah get at us billionaires all of you that graduated from trump university mm. <laughs> what no wait we don't want that money yeah uh, it's still money jessica that's true Take it. if if you don't want to do that you can give us a five-star review on itunes and we love you all uh good night goodbye Farewell. I'll be with you. I'll be the Zane. Adieu to you and you and you and you and you. Do 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 do. Bye.